If you're just joining, I'm Umbreen Khan, and you're listening to Inspired by Interfaith Voices. The research organization, the Guttmacher Institute, reports that in 12 states, there is now an outright ban on abortion, while many others prohibit it after a certain length of pregnancy. Has this radical change in legal access impacted people's attitudes about abortion? That's the question sociologist Dr. Tricia Bruce and her colleagues have been studying. She was in Bethesda, Maryland earlier this week to share findings on a panel at the 2023 Religion Newswriters Association. Though we have seen now this landscape change dramatically, I believe it would be incorrect to predict an equally dramatic change among Americans' attitudes on abortion on the same timeline. After the panel, we found a small conference room in the hotel where I could ask some questions to learn more. Let's start first with what you have learned since the overturning of Roe. Yeah. You know, I think that um, there are two separate conversations happening in many ways. One is this sort of very loud political conversation on the legal side um, that has vastly changed the landscape of abortion in America for women, largely based on where they are. So one set of conversations is the legal one. But the other one that I would say is that there is still this sort of... um, quietness and almost uh, reticence and fear around how do we as as Americans, as ordinary Americans, or, or whether it's as religious Americans or folks trying to sort of sort through and think through the messiness of this issue, how do we understand that and how do we then think through, well, what do we feel about this morally and what's right and where do we go to have those conversations when this legal landscape is now suddenly accelerated in a way that says access is closed to some and open to others. So I think there's less of a connection even than there was before uh, because the legal landscape gave the possibility that there would be um, exceptions, that there would be circumstances that were considered, and now all of a sudden states are going forward with full-on bans that I think people didn't necessarily anticipate. Tennessee's abortion ban is expected to go into effect sometime next Ohio's ban is similar to Tennessee's. Governor Ron DeSantis has signal he will sign the bill into law. The law also does not have an exemption. No exception. Without an exception. Does not have an exception for rape. Incest. Or juveniles in state custody. Moral awareness and feelings about the issue of abortion. When you say that there is a moral compass that people are following, do you have clarity about what that looks like? Yeah. Well, that's the challenge, right? Um, But I think first we have to name something that you pointed out, which is that moral views on abortion don't mirror legal ones or vice versa. So it would be incorrect to assume that everyone who supports legal access to abortion, even in all cases, has no moral reservations about abortion. There are many people in our study that um, would say, yes, I actually am morally opposed to abortion or I have a moral conflict um, internally for X, Y, Z reason, but legally I don't want to make that choice for someone else. Or I um, feel that someone else has the same sort of moral discretion to make that choice. Uh, But again, in this broader landscape, we're talking about the law. We're not necessarily talking about um, morals. And so I think a lot of times people are having to sidestep questions that they might have or wanting to deliberate and think through. 
We're at a conference of religion reporters who cover primarily from a secular perspective and who at times struggle to be able to get the nuances that you just described. Why is it so hard to get those voices to share? Because I'll tell you, after you and I had our first conversation, I got a number of emails from listeners who said, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. why is it so hard to to talk about this particular issue? Is it culture? Is it confusion? What is it? Well, for one, where do they go? I mean, we have a, a system that by, by nature of social movements, by nature of uh, a legal system that has one side pitted against another, by nature of a media system that, that tries to elevate and understand both sides to an issue, by nature of social surveys that try to capture the different sides of an issue there where is the middle uh, so it's it's well, first of all it's kind of unclear that it exists and so for most people for many people there's the feeling that they are the only ones um, that no one else has this sort of angst or feeling about you know questions or contradictions um, and another thing is that people will feel like ah I'm not I'm not supposed to have those questions I'm not supposed to bring these things up we had folks we would ask why are you not involved in abortion as an issue politically or through a social movement otherwise and they would say I I just don't feel like I fit I don't I don't wave the flag I don't feel so strongly about this issue and so consistently about this issue or I have questions or I feel like it should be okay in this case but not another case and and so there's there's this perception that yeah these there are better articulated arguments for the more consistent views on the edges than um, then this sort of complexity and that complexity in the middle the if then what what if and what happens when, that's where most Americans are. But what, what do they do with that? It's a it's a hard space to occupy when you feel like you're the only one there. And also, we add to that sort of stigmatization and the, the secrecy that surrounds uh, whether it's pregnancy or abortions or inequality and other nexus of socioeconomic status in this country that sort of exacerbate these divides that we have. And then when we do gather together, often it's with other people who share those characteristics rather than differ along those. And so we're just, there are a few spaces to kind of um, sort through that, that messiness. I am curious, is there space opening up? Are things happening? You're in Tennessee right now, a state that's been in the headlines. Talk to me about what you see the reaction back home. Yeah, just to say from my experience in Knoxville, yeah, I mean, one of the first things that happened after Dobbs uh, came through is that the, the mayor pulled together a group of folks, uh, convened them in a church, <laughs> in her church, um, which was, a, I believe, a Unitarian church, and and brought together doctors, activists, lawyers, uh, you know, folks such as myself to sort of start to think through, and then open it up to the community. And so, you know, kudos to to folks like the the mayor, and I know many uh, congregations are doing this sort of work as well, city organizations, uh, community organizations, nonprofits are doing this kind of work, trying to say, hey, we need to, we need to have this uh, space to talk about this. Another thing I'll say just uh, personally, more anecdotally, is that for, for my part, I've been in a number of conversations that I would call kind of off-the-record conversations, which I think there's great value in that, but it also says something else to me, which is that there's still this reticence around 
doing this together, doing this publicly, talking about hard things. And I think if we're not modeling that, you know, grappling with hard things in public spaces, if we're not doing it, then then when you go to yeah, your neighbors or college campuses, where are they doing? If they're not seeing it happen, then then where where is it happening for them? And so I think places like Knoxville um, are like many cities where you have a, an array of views, you have some really strong perspectives, but some folks who are just trying to figure out which way is up, what do we do? What's our next step and need some information? And so, uh, you know, kudos to those who are trying to build that, bring people together um, to start to move that conversation forward. On the panel you were just at, the, the point was made that uh, the determination of when does life begin is a theological question. What's the reaction been to the legal shift in Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think it matters uh it matters where you are. And you know, Tennessee of course is a state that it's is part of historically part of the Bible Belt. Uh it's a, you know, prominently Protestant area, uh high numbers of evangelicals in the area. Church attendance is uh very much a part of a part of life, a part of the culture. Um that doesn't describe everyone, but it certainly describes many folks. And what that means too is sort of access points to um, framing and understanding theological arguments are going to come from those places. And I would add to that also blind spots, you know, um, to the extent that folks either are or are not engaged in conversations around or access understanding around other ways to articulate um, theological arguments. Or the very idea that theology informs the law is not necessarily something that everyday folks are going to have a, a keen sense of, you know, Americans' attitudes on abortion come from what they, it's sort of this, this feeling, right? Well, it's, it's what I've, what I've learned, what I, what I've experienced, what I've, um, so there's a, there's a gap because it's so internalized, it feels real. So it's hard to disentangle that from, you know, the, the kinds of sources that it comes from and the, um, potential, gaps that it might expose when you start to put that into conversation with other theologies. I think places like Tennessee and and I would just say our nation as a whole has to sort of come to this broader grappling with understanding um, of the role of theology and law, the role of religion and law, um, and begin to expose some of that, to name it for, for one, to say, do we want it? And then also how well do those theologies comport with reality? That's just the other thing I'll throw in is that oftentimes people will will um, use deeply felt religious arguments for an ideal that then in the, the a doctor will quite literally say, well, here's how it plays out in reality. Here's what this woman is actually experiencing when those ideals that you have now codified into law affect that particular woman. And suddenly there's this gasp moment of like, wait a minute, that's not what I meant or that's not what I what I realized. And so bridging those uh, spaces, I think, will be really key. The law of Tennessee is a complete ban on abortions. How does that change or impact the ability for people who are struggling with this question to find a space to talk about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, a space to to talk about the issue, number one, and then a space to engage it if one finds themselves pregnant. I mean, that's like, I think there's there's a massive... uh, silencing effect that is not necessarily intentional. You know, here we we talked on the panel about the sort of um, cultivation of resources for women who might find themselves in this position. And yet 
now the law essentially says, you, you better be very quiet about this and figure this out. And it's a very rapid decision oftentimes too. Um, and, and depending on the level of resources, I mean, now uh, I think states are going to be looking to each other. You know, doctors are certainly looking to other states to try to navigate this. What does this look like? It's the ironic effect of the issue becoming louder than ever. And yet for many people in their personal and interpersonal realities, very very quiet out of fear, fear of criminalization, fear of the law, fear of misunderstanding, fear of being misunderstood, um, that I think is going to make it very difficult to to move forward uh, in this country around these, this issue. Thank you so much for taking time. I'm going to let you get back to networking. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Dr. Tricia Bruce is a sociologist with the University of Notre Dame Center for the Study of Religion and Society. Links to her research and papers can be found on this week's episode show notes at interfaithradio.org. 